0: Ginkgo biloba is a phenomenal herb and it's been talked about for a really long time and written about it. I mean, there's been numerous studies. Some have you know, said, oh no, it doesn't work and others have said, yes, it does. But I think we can pretty much show that the evidence is saying, yeah, it does work. It's one of those ones they keep researching. They just keep looking at it more and more and more. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello everyone and welcome Christine from the Herbal Extract Company here in Australia. And we're back with mentoring with Geraldine, going to talk about the longevity herb so how are you are you feeling old or you're feeling young today (laughs) (laughs) some days better
1: than others but no but i i I always feel alive when i see ginkgo and talk
0: about ginkgo I yeah. just love this herb. It's, it's got a great history. Ginkgo biloba is a phenomenal herb and it's been talked about for a really long time and written about it. And in your highlight, you called it the Yoda of plants. Do you want to tell us some more about it? I've <laughs> had fun
1: writing this one.
0: Well, because, you know, uh, they both
1: belong to an ancient and mysterious species and are revered for their wisdom and power. Wow. So, yeah, it's a living fossil. I mean, it's essentially unchanged for 200 million years. Wow which is actually nothing short of a miracle. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of superlatives when it comes to ginkgo. They're, yeah. they're said to the, the family originated with the dinosaurs and, you know, when they were still roaming the earth.
0: Wow. And
1: it's the only species of the genus that survived. So it's a real survivor.
0: Wow. It it's
1: an, an oddity. It's the only single known species without any relatives. It's quite amazing. You know, yeah. that We're still... we look at it it's a
0: living fossil yeah that is phenomenal i've recently been up to the center of australia where everything is fossilized it's all hot and dry and so many fossils and um to know that there's this amazing living tree that does all of these things i mean we use use the leaf don't you for the extract and um and the leaf has a particular curious fan shape and there it is all dry yeah we don't
1: unfortunately have the whole leaf but i have the monograph that yep. i wrote recently and um you, you
0: can't you can That's sort right. of see the fan shape yeah the left. um people who are listening via podcast will have to imagine the fan shape anyway and those people that find <laughs> us on youtube can see it there oh. <laughs> but it is <laughs> what we call a doctrine of signatures do you want to explain what we mean by that doctrine of signatures in relation to the ginkgo
1: yes and i, I love ginkgo is a great example of the doctrine of signatures so because it has these two fan-shaped leaves that mm-hmm. have two hemispheres as the name by suggests yep. ginkgo biloba, loba um, and they resemble the outline of the brain Um, especially when you group them together it actually becomes one big brain and you know along with how ginkgo has a long life it's resistant in the environment and it's the oldest living species so you can see why it's become a doctrine of signature why it's become one of the most famous doctrine of signatures so what that is is like a fancified notion sort of a romantic notion I guess that's not supported by scientific evidence (laughs) However, there's no denying, like they used to say that God had put his signature onto the plants so that we could see what they were used for.
0: Yep, Yeah. So,
1: you know, and a lot of people put, you know, they how they, they treated people. I mean, you know, the carrots for the eyes and... Trying to think of all the walnuts.
0: The, well, walnuts the, are a great one because I mean, they're full of all the good oils for the brain and they yeah. look like
1: a little brain.
0: Exactly. So
1: well, it does make sense a lot of the time. Yeah. But, um, there's no scientific evidence for it. And we have to acknowledge that. However, there's no denying that it can be used to increase um, the quality of life, especially in the elderly. Yes. And you know, they say the doctrine of the very least can be used to assist in the materia medica, remembering mm-hmm. the materia medica. Oh, yeah it's a good way to remember i mean the ginkgo looks like a brain and it is really good for the brain
0: yeah i mean there's been numerous studies some have you know said oh no it doesn't work and others have said yes it does but i think we can pretty much show that the evidence is saying yeah it does work and they keep it's one of those ones they keep researching they just keep looking at it more and more and more
1: yeah and i guess a lot of the research is looking at the blood flow so it's a mm. circulatory stimulant, and that's how it helps the brain in dementia and Alzheimer's disease because it increases the blood flow, which is going to bring more nutrients. And, yeah. and as you get older, that you know you're losing that circulatory yeah. stimulation. So
0: that also means that there's some contraindications for use. So don't just go straight on ginkgo without checking with your practitioner. Yes. But it's got this, and when we're delivering those nutrients to the brain again, as we regularly say, it's about lifestyle and foods and those sorts of things. But the ginkgo itself, I mean, I've used it as well, might be a psychological side to it, and that not just giving it to your dementia, but to your senior student year 12, they're struggling with what they've got to do and to get it all done. And get everything handed in and stay awake. And so you're giving them, yeah, with anias and all of those, but yeah. I'll often pop in a bit of ginkgo there to help with that circulatory, yeah. that to, the circulatory system to make sure that those herbs are going in and that they're getting that support they need coming up to exam time particularly. And the other thing, not only have we got nutrient delivery, that also means that we've got waste disposal which is you know what we need because there's always waste isn't there it doesn't matter where in the body you have you've got Mm -hmm. waste I put it in a number of my, use yours, um, the herbal extract ginkgo is what's in my cupboard now. And I make um, an aloe vera gel for skin. And I use a number of different herbs in there. And I do add the ginkgo, not in the first acne one, but when I make an acne cream. So the first acne cream, I have a lot of bug killers in there. And then the next one gets the ginkgo. So it goes on the surface of the skin to help repair. And it's really effective on that surface of the skin for the acne me later on as a topical yeah as a topical so not just taken internally but topically it's a great herb as well so one i mean the thing with genko though what is it 170 compounds you've said there oh in the that they know about
1: yeah well and it's the same with all the herbs really like they are i mean the amount of constituents would be as as long as this wall yeah, um, but yeah, it's very difficult to find out every single one of them. Yeah, it is one of the most studied. Has but a lot of the study has been done on. It's another one, like and Mary's thistle. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that where it's been done on on a standardised product, yeah. which is very different sort of a full spectrum uh-huh. products there. So we don't standardise ours just because we don't. That's just not what we do. We make full spectrum where you get sort of a balance of all the constituents because we don't know and even though we don't know what exact chemical it is, I mean sometimes, you know, there's active chemicals but even in the studies, the total extract has been found to be more active than any single isolated component. So it Mm. suggests there's synergism. We don't want to alter the chemistry of the plant as it grew in nature. But, yeah, most of the studies have been done on certain standardised products.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's the synergy of the herb is really important. And then when we mix it with our other herbs and we get that greater synergy again, it's uh, because we get all the components. So having a one-in-one like yours is means that we've got everything in there. You've kept going with the percolation or the extraction until you've reached that one-in-one, until you've really got the whole of the plant in there and they're getting the whole of the plant before we started recording you did mention about the nut which is completely oh, yeah. different um, but i just thought you wouldn't mind telling us that little story about when you're in japan and the ginkgo nut just before we go oh yeah because
1: i actually didn't realize until i went to japan which was quite a long time ago now that there was an edible nut on ginkgo and the japanese it's a delicacy Right. And they fry it in a pan and it turns this beautiful jade green colour like the leaf. Wow. And, wow. But there's a, an old saying that you shouldn't have more than five, otherwise you can go a bit crazy. And for memory <laughs> there is some scientific explanation for that, like there's actual chemicals in it that affect yeah. your brain like the, right. like, the
0: leaf. like the leaf.
1: And, yeah, I sat down to this most exquisite dish I think I've ever had in my life, which was a pine needle skewered with two ginkgo nuts And that was the meal. And we just... It very slowly, and it was so elegant. And tasty. Wow. actually, it's a really delicious tasting nut as well. And I think you can buy them in Asian shops and supermarkets at certain wow.
0: times. That sounds amazing. Uh, it's always nice to hear these <laughs> other little things that go with it because yeah. I wouldn't have even thought about it. I mean, yes, I know the tree has a nut, but I yeah. thought, you know, we only use the leaf in yeah. our herbs. So to know that no more than five is going to affect your brain, yeah. and that it's just lightly fried isn't that amazing? Yeah. So
1: Japan has a great affinity with ginkgo. I mean, it was growing everywhere. I saw mm-hmm. when I was there and the, I mean, the nuts drop and make a terrible smell, actually. Oh, wow. On the ground, there's the male and the female. One of the great stories in the monograph was about how when the Hiroshima bombing happened, mm-hmm. some of the, there was some ginkgo trees that they survived like an atomic bombing. Wow. So that's how strong they are and how resilient. And and they then became this symbol of survival for the Japanese. You'll go and see these Ginkgo trees today, the ones that sprouted. Wow. Survived. Yeah, so it's, it's got some great stories about Ginkgo. Yeah. If you read the monograph, I've tried to put a few of them in there. It say it appeals to the historic soul. It's It contains a lot of secrets, this tree. I mean. Yeah. We should, you
0: know, as, as you get older, it's definitely a great herb for elderly. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, it's got a, was it 900-year-old 900, 900 story to tell, really, hasn't it? So, and then Hiroshima as well. So, that's really impressive, yeah, that, impressive um, yeah. that it's been around for just so long and is the Yoda of plants.
1: Yeah. <laughs> when 900 years old you reach, look as good you will not. Yeah. It's a very beautiful tree yes we're lucky that we can take some of its wisdom in, in our herbal medicine yeah
0: so now is there anything i've
1: missed this one's got a lot of information but i mean as far as what i wrote about in the in the highlight that's pretty much yeah. there's a lot of information in the monograph if you want to read further so you just
0: need to be a member you need to join the herbal extract company and um, as a practitioner and then you'll have access to all of those monographs so um, well thank you very much for coming back to talk to us again christine it's been lovely to see you And um, I look forward to our next chat. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.